Welcome, weary travelers, to the great big universe of Excess Press. This is a weekly podcast to bring you the news of the Disney theme parks and resorts. Witness for yourselves the wonders of Excess Press. And now, let's begin. and welcome to another episode of Excess Press. My name is Matt, and I'm the host of this Disney Theme Parks News Podcast in this episode 106. And today, we're going to be talking about what it takes to move down to Walt Disney World. So this is a little bit different of an episode. I had Jamie come on the show today to discuss what it really took for her to pack up all of her things and move from... New Jersey, my home state, all the way to Florida. So very excited episode. I know some people might be interested in this topic because maybe you're thinking of taking the plunge and moving to Florida. I know I've thought about it in the past, uh, but I want to get someone's firsthand perspective on what they had to think about when they decided to to move to Walt Disney World. So I thought that would be a fun episode to do. So uh, of course, this is another Sunday episode where there is no news show. And again, because uh, I am still away on vacation, I am on the last full day of my trip. I am somewhere in Dublin, probably having a pint in my hand, maybe drinking some or eating some shepherd's pie. Who knows? Um, but yeah, very sad for my vacation to come to the end. But yeah, I am pumped to, to come back uh, with you guys uh, for the, the next few episodes. Uh, but yeah, so uh, yeah, Jamie was uh, good, uh, kind enough to come on and, and share her experiences. So why don't we just jump right into it and begin another episode of the Excess Press Podcast. On today's show, we have Jamie from Orlando, but originally from my home state of New Jersey. Jamie, how are you doing today? Woo, New Jersey. Hi, I'm doing well. How are you? Doing great, doing great. It's always, uh, it's always fun to talk to someone who used to live in New Jersey or is from New Jersey on the show. Um, but yeah, you have a unique spin of why you moved out of New Jersey, and I'm excited to talk to you today. I'm excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. Yeah, I kind of talked a little bit in my intro before the show how this is something I haven't done on the show before where I talked to someone who's made the move to kind of Walt Disney World. They were just they were like, you know what? I had it. I got to get out of here. I'm moving to Walt Disney World. So uh, that's kind of the conversation I believe we're going to have today. Am I right? 
That sounds good to me. All right, cool. Yeah, so we had met on Instagram a while ago, and we just kind of got to talking. I I can't remember how it, anymore, but uh, you just you, you seem like you're a lot of fun, and it just seemed like you had a pretty cool story about how you yeah you were living here in New Jersey, uh, and you just decided to make the move to Orlando. So that yeah, super exciting, and I'm ex- pumped to talk to you today. I'm uh, pumped to talk about it as well. Perfect. That's good to hear. <laughs> so kind of before we get into it, because I have uh, a lot of questions for you, because I'm hoping this episode might help someone who's maybe thinking about making the move to Walt Disney World, because I think uh, if if anyone's as big as fanatics as you or me, like there definitely are people that are just thinking about, should I move to, to Florida? Is it the right move for me? So I'm hoping that kind of helps out a little bit. And uh, I just want to get your perspective on the whole thing. But before we get into that, I really want to know what your background in the Disney parks are. Like, what made you just kind of fall in love with the Disney parks? So I think my background goes way back to about five months old. Um, I had the blessed childhood syndrome where my father worked for an airline. So <laughs> basically, I would come home from school on a Friday night and he would go, hey, guess where we're going tomorrow? And I'd be like, I don't know where. He'd be like, we're going to Disney World. And it would just be the most exciting thing for me. It would happen all the time. A few times um, a year, we would go down there. And my uncle actually lived in Tampa. So we had the free flight. We had the free place to stay. We drive up to the day to Walt Disney World and just have the best time. And I just have the best memories of kind of growing up there. Then as I got older in college, I kind of started convincing my friends, hey, this is literally the happiest place on earth. You can eat. You could drink around the world if you're 21 and you can have a great time. So I started convincing my friends. And then one of my friends after college went to law school in Orlando at FAMU. And I would visit her on the weekends. And it just was a constant cycle of wanting to be at Disney. And it just made me so happy to be there. Oh, that's that's really neat that you had the opportunity. Yeah, my uh, I got to say, my mom used to work for the airline, but she did not bring me to Walt Disney World. I'm a little upset about that. <laughs> Yeah, she used to work for Continental Airlines. Uh, I did go to Sarasota once. She did. We did a very spontaneous trip, and that was the only time. But um, yeah, so super. Yeah, which is very jealous that you had that uh, opportunity. But so, when you were younger, like like when you say you'd pick like a weekend, like like how often, like how many times, maybe a year, like would this happen? I would say we were going anywhere from a slow year, maybe two or three times to sometimes six times a year. I was pretty, pretty fortunate to go quite often. Would some of these be longer trips or were they just mostly just short trips? Yeah, so a lot of them were weekend trips, you know, like one day trips. And my dad always loved going to Magic Kingdom. So that was kind of always the big park to go to and the excitement with the castle. But then as I got a little bit older, we started doing spring break trips where It would be all out Disney. It would be like 10 days, Disney, sometimes Universal, the water parks, like everything put together. Sometimes we'd stay in a hotel for a night and not stay with my uncle. So we kind of always mixed it up a bit, but it was always such a great time and so many happy memories. And actually my mother documented, I guess my growing to age of taking a picture in front of the sword and the stone in front of the carousel every year till I was about 18. So I have some very awkward older pictures in front of that. (laughs) <laughs> oh, I love to see those. You have to, you have to post those sometime. That's a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know about that. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry. It's you know what? It, it it wouldn't be embarrassing. People love to see that kind of stuff. Like that'd be a lot of that'd be pretty cool. 
Um, well, cool. So, I mean, I, I do have one question. Growing up, what was your favorite resort to stay at? Ooh, I always loved the mystique of the Wilderness Lodge. I always thought that was just such a cool place to stay. And although it's not quite on the monorail, I just always thought it had an extra magic touch. I always loved the pool there. I always loved feeling like I was waking up in kind of like a foresty scenario and taking the boat over to Magic Kingdom. I just have such great memories of going there. Yeah, I mean, it's my favorite resort out of all of them. I wish I could stay there every time. I mean, I would stay there every time, but I do like to experience new things when I'm down there. Uh, so I do have to branch out a bit, but I'm hopefully I can. I, I do want to check out Geyser Point, so maybe I'll uh, I'll go uh, on this next trip. We'll see. We'll see. Um, but cool. So let's kind of get into the the fun questions. So I think one of the biggest things is in someone's life is moving and just kind of picking up where they are and just like moving. So for you to leave New Jersey, uh, what was your decision uh, making into moving to to the Orlando area? So I'm actually an accountant, and with that sometimes comes a role of an auditor. And I was in an internal audit role um, for a music company where I was traveling around the world quite often. I would say 50 to 70% of my time. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> yeah. So one day I'd wake up in the Philippines, the next in London, the next in Brazil. And it was just so much travel that I was starting to feel exhausted. And I started to feel like I wanted an escape. You know, like the weather's never the same. The time zone's never the same. Coming back to a cold New Jersey where a long commute into New York City just kind of got tiring to me. So I was actually in my hotel room in London on a business trip. And I remember calling my mom and saying to her, I'm tired, I can't do this anymore. The only thing getting me through this is the fact that I get to get on a plane this weekend and go to Disneyland Paris. And my mom was like, Jamie, why don't you just start thinking of moving to Florida? You love the warm weather. Me and your father want to retire down there. And Disney World's right there. And you know how happy that makes you. So my, my wheels started spinning in my head. She, pl she like, planted okay, the seed. She, Florida. she planted the seed and that's all <laughs> it needed. <laughs> yeah, she planted the seed. And I remember that night in my hotel room in London, getting a recruiter on LinkedIn, messaging him and saying, hey, how can you get me down to Orlando? So that was that first initial step. Wow, that uh, that's that's crazy. I, I was not expecting the story to go that way where you were traveling. I was just because we were talked a little before the show, and you were saying you were just yeah, you commuted into New York City uh, every almost every day, and to me that's just enough to want to move out of of New Jersey. I mean, I again, I'm New Jersey. I live in a commuter line, and I worked five years in and out of the city, and I realized that I did not want to work in New York City anymore. That was enough for me. Um, but that's that's crazy that you were traveling all over the world. Some people dream of being able to do that. But yeah, if you're doing it like 50 to 70 percent of your time for work, like that's got to be super exhausting. So uh, it's cool that you're able to kind of find that escape and, and start to make that move. Yeah, and I was definitely grateful for every minute of the experiences I had traveling abroad and seeing new things. But the only place I kind of wanted to travel abroad to was the Epcot World Showcase, to be honest with you. So I would take the fake thing over the real thing just sometimes. So <laughs> no, I, I definitely, I, I definitely hear you. Um, so what was like the like what was the timing of this? Meaning, like, 
when when your mom had first planted the seed and you re you reached out to recruiter, like how long did it, it did it take for you to move? Okay, so I reach out to the recruiter as I'm sitting in my hotel room in London, knowing that in two weeks from now I have to go on another business trip. So it took one week <laughs> for the recruiter to find me interviews. Um, I completed the interviews and I got offered second round interviews. One company I really, really liked, um, and they said, hey, can you come down this Friday? And in my head, I was like, oh, this is perfect because I'm actually going on a trip to Disney this weekend. So I'll just <laughs> pop in. <clears throat> I'll pop in. I'll do the interview. It'll be perfect. Um, so I did. So that was a week from then. Um, did the interview. So now we're at like two weeks out. Um, Stayed at a hotel down in SeaWorld, drove back from the interview that Friday, and I got the job offer. And I looked at my parents and I was like, I guess I need to go find some place to live. Oh, wow. So that was so it was all within a week. <clears throat> yeah, it was pretty much like a week to two weeks time. Oh, gotcha. OK. Wow, that's nuts. I mean, that's awesome that you're able to find something that quickly because sometimes finding a job doesn't happen that fast. <laughs> Yeah, I definitely got lucky, but I was also very much on my recruiter. Like, hey, how are you? Are you having a good day? Do I have a job in Florida yet? Because I was just so adamant once I got that idea to come down here. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, that makes that makes total sense. So, yeah, that's crazy that it happened that fast. So, like, what happened with your, your other job? Because you had the business trip. Or you just say, hey, listen, I'm, I'm done. I'm putting in my two weeks and, like, that's it. So I actually... That night, it was a Sunday night, I went to Magic Kingdom, I watched the fireworks, I got my boss who was on the trip with me and my other coworker a Mickey Rice Krispie treat and presented to them that Monday morning and said, hey guys, I hope this treat helps, but I'm putting in my two weeks. Wait, you were at, wait, hold on. So you were, <laughs> so you were in Florida and you went on an interview, but you were also with your boss and your coworker? No, I'm sorry. So my boss and my coworker were in Nashville that Monday. So that Sunday night I was in Disney and I flew out back to Nashville that oh, Monday morning. And okay. that's when I, I'm sorry. Yes, that's when I presented them with the race cards to tell them this is my two weeks. Gotcha. So, okay. All right. Yeah, all within a couple hours. Okay. All right. So yeah, that then that was that was pretty much it. So then, so then after your two weeks, you went back to New Jersey and you just you, you started the move. So. What was like, what was the timing of that? Like, what were the logistics behind the move? So, I mean, you have your job now, you, you have to pack. Did you have like an apartment or were you living with your, your parents at the time? Like, how did, like, what were some of the logistics behind all that? So basically, I had been out of college at this point for a little over three years. Um, I was living with my parents. I had no furniture. I had no apartment. Um, so basically that night after I got the job offer on that Friday, um, I basically drove back up to the area of Orlando that I live in now, started going on random apartment searches. Um, and actually the second apartment that I saw, I was like, you know what? This is good enough. I was just tired. I couldn't believe it was happening. It's like, I'll sign the lease. And I basically just, this all happened very quickly. It was kind of crazy and it kind of all just fell into place. And it was almost like, you know, it was a little magical. It kind of all worked out. Um, but I just signed the lease and this is it. I had no furniture because I had never lived on my own before. So I walked into a furniture store. I was like, hey, can I get these pieces? They were like, oh, we don't really ship 
to Florida when people aren't here. So I went on to Wayfair.com and ordered all my furniture and had it delivered the day I moved in two weeks later. <laughs> wow. That's so it sounds like this all happened within like a month or maybe less than a month. Yeah, I would say the total, it was probably like a week, a week and a half to get the job and then two weeks to give my job notice. And then I thought I would have another week after to move in. But my new job called and said, hey, someone quit. Can you come sooner? So I packed all my stuff as fast as I could and my parents and I started down to Florida. Oh, geez. So, so, because, so you, okay, I want to go back to the apartment real quick because now, were you aware of like the surrounding Orlando area when you were finding like places to live? Like, how did you know where, like where you wanted to look or where did you just like, you were looking at random apartments? Like to me, that's, that's gotta be scary because like, if I need to move somewhere, I would want to know what the area is kind of like before like I sign a lease, but it sounds like you're just like, whatever, I, I just want an apartment. So just go in, go into a little bit more uh, details around that. Sure. Yeah. So I knew that I was never going to commute again. So I kind of didn't really care what kind of neighborhood almost as long as it was safe, of course, that I was going to be in as long as I was close to work. So basically, I asked people during my interview at work, you know, how is the area? Where do you live, etc. And they all said, oh, we live right around here. Um, and I'm actually in a suburb of Orlando called Lake Mary. It's very cute. There's a couple golf courses around lots of little town centers. So kind of just driving through, I kind of got a good feeling. And I think my dad actually made a few phone calls to some family friends that lived in Orlando just to make sure everything was good. And they gave the area an A-OK. So, and I love it. I'm so happy I ended up picking it here. Okay. <laughs> so how long, so how long has it been since you moved? Like what, yeah, when, when did you move down? So I moved down the last week of March. Okay, so fairly recent then. So five, like five-ish, six months now. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. So yeah, I mean, one of my next questions I had was finding and, and leaving your current job, but we already got that taken care of. <laughs> so yeah, and it was sad though. It is a hard thing to do, you know, especially when your coworkers become like family. It's never an easy thing to tell someone, but I think it helps if you bring Mickey Rice crispy treats. I think that definitely helps. <laughs> no, that's for sure. Yeah, it's. It's always tough. Yeah, you, you. I mean, you're with these people all the time, uh, so it's hard just saying, "Okay, I'm sorry, but hey, I'm leaving." Um, so that that kind of segues me into my next question. So, like, what was it like leaving your your friends and family back at home? I know you said you had some relatives in Tampa, but what 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 was it like leaving leaving everything you had at home? Yeah, I think the hardest part for me was kind of leaving my parents and saying, hey, I'm like starting this new life down in Orlando. I, I know we're only a two and a half hour flight, but it's not like you could just sit with them and have dinner every night anymore. So that was really hard for me. I also have some really amazing friends um, who live kind of all over the Northeast. Um, and they have been so gracious to come and visit me almost every weekend since I've moved down here. I've had a visitor. So that has made it really, really easy, and I'm very lucky that they want to come down and see me. So that's very helpful. But it is sad at first because you're like, how am I going to build my life over when I already have so many friends and all my family and my routine? But I think you just come to terms with, you know, if this is going to make you happier. Like, I love the warm weather. 
love going to Disney, love being outside. So everything just kind of fit the bill of things that I wasn't kind of happy with before in my past life, I guess you call it, living in New Jersey, commuting to New York and traveling. So it's just been more happy. Like I get more sleep now. I can just roll out of bed and go across the street to work. So it's definitely been a whole lifestyle change for me. I mean, no, for sure. I mean, you went from traveling all over the world, being exhausted all the time, being just jet lagged. And then probably, I mean, you were from South Jersey. So I know that's at least a, a two hour commute each way. Um, and yeah, that's, yes. that's not, that's definitely not easy. And now you're 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 literally living the dream and the dream of many others, and including mine. Uh, if only I can convince my wife to move to Florida, but I know that's not happening. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, so that I mean, that's that's great, and I'm it, yeah, it's as sad as it is to leave your family, but you're you're happy now. This is where you you want to be. So yeah, um, and I think it helps knowing too that my parents kind of want to retire to this area and move down here within a few years. So that's definitely helpful for me to know that. Like, I will have my family here eventually. Yeah. No, definitely. So so how's it been meeting new friends? Because I know sometimes it's tough when you go to a new area, you worry about meeting friends. Um, I mean, I, I know someone who, who recently moved to another city, and that's that was one of their biggest fears. They were excited for the move, but they're just like, Oh man, now I have to like I'm an adult now, but I like it's 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 going to be hard making new friends. So how I'm just curious how that's been for you. Yeah, no, I definitely think meeting new friends is probably the hardest part, especially as an adult. It's not like you're in school and everyone kind of becomes friends because they have this common thing to bond over. Yeah, it's not um, like you're forced into a room with someone. It's like, "Okay, I'm going to be living with you now for the next like year." Or so yeah, exactly. And it feels so easy to meet people in college and the whole nine. But here, so that's been my biggest challenge, I think. I have a lot of great coworkers, and I have one coworker in particular who has two small children and they love to go to Disney and they always invite me with them. So that's always a nice relationship to build, especially since we have common interests. Um, and then I think like people on Instagram that I talk to who I might run into at the parks or it's just fun to meet people that have, you know, that same Disney interest as you. But other than that, like I said, it's just been so nice having my friends come to visit. Um, but I don't know if I've made like a solid group of friends outside of work yet in this area. But I've only been here for six months, so I have hope. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I hear you. And I mean, that's a good thing about work as well is because you, you do get to meet those those people. And it's good that you're able to meet the one friend who also has has a love for Disney. Um and yeah, work, work is like kind of the new college where you, you just, yeah, you become friends with the people there. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, everyone that I always meet around are just the nicest people. And I just think Floridians in general might be a little warmer and nicer sometimes than the people on the street I used to meet in New York City. So that also helps. <laughs> Not knocking my New York City people because I love them, but I think you know what I'm saying. No, no, I hear you. Yeah, my my wife always um, she, she tells me on her walk because she takes the bus every day into the city, and on her walk uh, she she has to walk down Eighth Avenue between Port Authority and Madison Square Garden, and that is not a, a safe spot to be walking as much anymore. It's she says it's getting worse, and she doesn't really like it. So. Um, that used to be my exact walk as well. I used to walk from Port Authority, but the other way to 50th Street. Oh, okay. So I totally get her pain. 
Yeah, yeah, 8th Avenue. Uh, if you're visiting New York, just kind of just stay away from 8th Avenue, at least in that section. It's, yeah, unfortunately, it's not the best area, but yeah, I'm sure that's uh, that's not something you miss. So uh, I am no, curious, though. Not. Yeah, well, I'm curious, like, what do you miss about uh, either New Jersey or whether your, your, your last job, like, besides, like, your family? That's That's the easy one. Is there anything you do miss? There's like one Italian ice place that I really miss. Wait, um, hold on. I'm gonna I'm gonna guess the name of it right now. Is it called the Lighthouse? It is Strallo's Lighthouse, my favorite thing of all time. Literally, literally the best Italian ice I've ever had in my entire life, and I'm so happy that that's what it was. <laughs> yes, no, it is, and I've been going there since I was a kid as well. So that's just like the one thing I wish we had. We have Jeremiah's ice here, which is pretty good, and of course we have all the Disney treats, which is good. But I just miss my Strollo's Italian ice. I yeah, I used to go there all the time as a kid because my my dad he used to work uh, kind of in that area, and I would used to go with him to work and. On the way back home, we would always stop at the lighthouse, and my I don't know what they do to that Italian ice, but it is so good. Yeah. It uh, is just the best. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. So, yeah, if you're ever in the Jersey Shore area, listeners, uh, go to the lighthouse. What was it called? I didn't know it had a, a, a first name. It's Strollo's The Lighthouse Italian Ice. The family that owns it's last name is Strollo. So I think it's like part of the logo, but I just grew up calling it that. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, I just, I always knew it as The Lighthouse. So, uh, yeah, so, yeah, I, I would totally miss that as well if, if that was it. Um, yeah, and I mean, obviously, like we said, friends and family, but I don't miss that chilly weather. I don't miss the seasons yet. I don't know if I ever will. I like it hot. <laughs> so the humidity is not getting to you yet? No, I'm okay. I put my hair in a nice ponytail. My uh, Mickey ears keep the rest of it down usually, and I'm good to go. Oh, perfect. Sounds good. <laughs> um, so so if you had like some advice uh, to people, like, are there any lessons that you learned from your move? Because, again, it happened pretty quickly, but is there something during the moving process, whether it's uh, the job search or moving in general, packing, was there was there anything you learned? Yeah, I would just say don't give up. Don't get frustrated. It seems difficult, but I'll throw in a Disney quote. If you can dream it, you can do it. If that's really what you want, the packing will seem like nothing. The driving 24 hours to get here <laughs> will seem like nothing. And I just think it all kind of works out. It just provides you with like the happier lifestyle that you kind of always sought out to have it, at least in my case. So I'm just really happy that I did this. And there's not a day that goes by where I kind of regret it. I always am just so happy that I ended up doing it. And it might seem a little, you know, quick to everyone listening that, you know, kind of did the whole thing in a month. But I think it was always secretly in the back of my mind for a while. Yeah, no, um, I, I think the the, yeah, the timeline is still what surprises me of just how fast it, yeah, it actually happened. Um, with, so with that, is there anything you would do differently at all? Or just you think it just kind of it's to me, it sounded like it was like the the stars aligned or the or the planets aligned, I should say, and everything just like worked out just very favorably for you. Yeah, I really wish I had more of a struggle to kind of tell you. Um, I think over the two weeks where I was looking for the job and the right job and the fact that, 
you know, this kind of just worked out. Um, I don't really have any like major struggle or anything. I would just say, I guess I got lucky or, um, it's magical. I don't know. What can I say? I got the Orlando magic in my hand. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, to, uh, you just have it. You, you brought up another good segue that I want to ask. So like, has like your Disney experience changed at all? I mean, I'm sure it has, but like, it, it sounds like the magic is still there. I just want to know, like, from you visiting as like a kid all the time, just like, like, how has it changed? I think it's just gotten better, actually. So I do most of my trips to Disney now either with friends that are visiting, or my coworker and her children, or kind of alone most of the time, um, which has also been so much fun. I think people have such a fear of kind of being alone and what people will think of you when you're at the park in that kind of single rider line by yourself. But it's been great. I've met some really nice people on Instagram. I've met some people in the park, some of the bigger bloggers I'll see sometimes. They'll stop, take a picture. They're so nice to talk to. Um, I think people just have an appreciation for people that like Disney. I think it's become a wider community. Um, but yeah, I think there's there's some more magic moments now, like pass holder previews when I got to go to Galaxy's Edge a day or, or a week early, or just finding new experiences to share with your friends next time they come and visit. Like that makes it better for me because I love people, like I love showing my friends around. So that makes it even more exciting. Yeah, you, you start to learn all the, uh, what I would call like the nooks and crannies of that Walt Disney World has to offer. Like all those like little yes. things that the the average guest might not think of. Like all they're thinking about is like their next fast pass or uh, making reservations at like 180 days out. You're just uh, you're trying to experience something new every time you go because that's that's how you keep the magic alive. I mean, similar to what I was talking before, if I would if or if I could, I would stay at Wilderness Lodge every single time. But I, I need to have something new every time I go to Disney. Otherwise, it, it could get stale. So, I yeah, I try to do those new experiences. For example, I was in the park alone on Saturday, and I was at Epcot Food and Wine. I had tried some things I had never tried before, and it was kind of getting crowded. So I said, okay, what can I do? Popped into Hollywood Studios, was walking around. I was like, oh, I really want to go to Oga's. I haven't been there yet since it opened. Um, and I since I was just one person, I was able to snag a six o'clock reservation, go in, try some drinks, maybe something I wouldn't be able to do if I was there with a big group or if I had a planned vacation. It's just like the little things that happen that are unexpected that make your day better. Yeah, exactly. If you're, if you're with a group of six, that's not going to happen. So, <laughs> Right, yeah. So I was a group of one and I tried, you know, the cool drinks they have there and it, it was a nice it was a nice time. Yeah. Well, so I'm, I'm curious because I actually put out this question on Instagram a couple days ago. I feel like I haven't heard much about the food at Galaxy's Edge. I've been hearing some cool stuff about the drinks and how cool it is. But, like, I feel like I've heard nothing about the food. So, like, is there anything that you tried over there that you particularly like the most? Um, I have tried the chocolate cake. I don't know the actual Galaxy's Edge name for it, so you'll have to... Forgive me. Um, <laughs> okay. I tried that the other day. I thought it was really good. I'm not really into um, the kind of dishes that are like the ribs and kind of the style of food they have there. 
So I kind of went with a dessert, which was phenomenal. I recommend it. It where, was really where, good. Where did you find that? Because there's just, there's a few locations. So you have to go to Docking Bay 7 for that. Okay. So they have more of like the sit-down service, well, quick service restaurant. Um, and then you can go to Ronto Roasters where they have kind of like a hot dog styled meal you can have. I've, I've tried that too. Did you like that? Because uh, a friend of the show, CJ, she loves that thing. She thinks it's the best thing that Galaxy's Edge offers for food-wise. What were your thoughts on it? thought it was good. Um, I am not going to go die to go get another one, but I thought it was it was pretty good. Okay. All right. Well, yeah, no, I'm just curious because I'm... I'm. I was thinking about the other day. I'm like, oh, I don't know what I want to try besides the wrap because I heard I have to. I was like, I don't know what else I should be trying when I'm in Galaxy's Edge. So. Um. Yeah, I would say the cool drinks are fun. They have a Jello shot like drink that you can get. It's really fun to eat. Um, and obviously the Coke products are amazing. They're so cute and they're great <laughs> yeah. souvenirs. So definitely pick up some of those. No, for sure. No, I really want to. Yeah, I can't. I I, I can't wait to uh, yeah to visit it soon. Coming up very soon. So. <laughs> um, yes, and unfortunately, I am allergic to the milk they offer, the blue and green milk. So I'm not able to try it because it contains soy and coconut, and I happen to be allergic to both, which stinks. Oh, so I'm no. always asking people, "What does it taste like to you?" Because I just want to know what it tastes. Oh no, that's a shame. Oh, that stinks. <laughs> that's like the staple. Yeah, that's. I know, right? I'm like, of course. I was so sad when I found out what it was made of because I was like, oh my gosh, I need to try this. It's like the perfect deem. So <laughs> that's okay. Yeah, no, it's all right. I mean, I've heard like mixed things on it. I've I feel like people I feel like people either love it or like they just don't like it or they like hate it. But um, yeah, who knows? Who knows? I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna I gotta try both because I'm a psycho and I need to. Um, I'm going to buy. Yes, of course you have to. Yeah, I'm going to buy one of each and be taste like kind of taste test them back and forth. Uh, so, uh, well, cool. So we're kind of running down on time. Um, so I feel like you answered all of my questions just perfectly. I mean, I got out of you what I wanted for this episode. Hopefully it helped a few other people. Um, but was there any like last advice uh, advice that you would share? Because you were kind of saying, hey, like, Hey, if this is a dream of yours, like just go ahead and, and do it. But is there is there any like last advice that you would share for people that might be uh, thinking about moving down to Walt Disney World? Yeah, I would just say do what makes you happy. Don't be afraid. You know, as long as you have a good support system, and if you ever want to, you know, be a become a part of the Disney community, Instagram's a great place to reach out and meet people, and it's just been a lot of fun. So I would just say don't be afraid kind of take that leap and do it if you think it's really going to make you happy. And we always say in my family, you know, nothing is permanent. If you happen to not like your move, you know, you always have the opportunity to kind of go back and say, hey, it was a great experience and I'm glad I got to try it. But from my perspective, I'm just really happy that I said, hey, this is something I think I want to do. And I did it and I just couldn't be happier. Yeah, it doesn't sound like you're coming back to New Jersey any time. <laughs> Uh, no, maybe just for the holidays, yeah. but I'm here to stay. Yeah, because if the Italian ice at the lighthouse is the only thing you miss, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think you're coming back. <laughs> <laughs> you got that right. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, cool. So yeah, so you mentioned Instagram. That's that's how we uh, we we became we introduced each other. I I guess maybe I started following you. I don't remember. Um, but yeah, I want you to 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 share your Instagram. I, I don't know if you want to plug it at all and some of the things you're working on. Sure. Yeah. So I'm Fly with Me Jamie. Um, my name is spelt a little bit different, so it's Fly with Me J A I M E. Um, I'm currently have a little link on my Instagram to um, my friend and I's Etsy shop. Actually, the one I was talking about with the kids from work. She's very creative and started blinging out her daughter and her's magic bands. So I saw her one day and I was like, oh, I love this. This is so cool. Started blinging out my magic bands. So you can check them out there. We have an Etsy shop. Um, You can kind of tell us what band you'd like, what design, and we will make one for you. So keep that in mind next time you're going to Disney. Yeah, and I'll make sure to link uh, both of those in the show notes so you could easily find that out. And yeah, I I checked it out right before we started recording, and I just had so many questions for you because they look really, really awesome. Um, so, do you want to talk Thank about you. like yeah? Do you want to talk about like the process at all, like how it, how it works? Because <laughs> uh, because my my biggest question was like, so do we have to do we purchase the magic bands from you? Because it like it seems like it's very detailed and. Uh, when you when you put them on so how how does the process work okay so our process on kind of how we're going to do our etsy shop is if you have a magic band that you really love you can send it into us and kind of tell us how you want to bling it out um, and we're happy to do that for you or you could pick a color or tell us about something maybe you saw in the park or you saw online or maybe you saw another instagram or where Um, And we'll do our best to kind of get that magic band for you. And then you can tell us how you want to bling it out. And we will be happy to do that for you. So we're kind of working either way. If you have a beloved magic band or you're ready for a new one, maybe you have a trip coming up and you don't necessarily have a magic band yet, we can kind of have you um, design one so that when you get to Walt Disney World, you have that magic band ready to wear and already decorate it cool yeah no super neat and yeah guys definitely check that out and again i'll i'll make sure to put all 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 of her links in the show notes um all right so before we get out of here i ask uh, everyone who comes on the show that i I interview i always ask what their favorite disney background music is because i always like to play it throughout the episode so uh jamie what's your favorite disney background music Okay, I have two, so I'll let you get creative to pick which one you'd like best. But (laughs) my number one has got to be Happily Ever After. Um, I play that like on repeat when I'm driving and just makes me so happy. And I think of the fireworks and the awesome show. Um, And then the other one is I love the Soren background music. It just makes me feel like I'm like ready for an adventure. So those are my two favorites. (laughs) <laughs> no perfect sounds good yeah soren's one of my favorites but uh yeah i'll be honest i think the happy ever after fireworks show is great i love the projections but i'm not in love with the music um i don't know you're what breaking it, my heart i know i'm sorry i <laughs> i just like the main i guess like the main chorus it just doesn't hit me like the wishes used to um like oh, wishes yeah. like that one hits me hard like the wishes like oh i love it so much but yeah, I, I, again, I think it's a great show, but I'm just not as in love with the, the music. Yeah, I think I have probably a higher cry to smile ratio with wishes to happen <laughs> ever after. So I totally understand what you're saying. Yeah, no, I get it. So, All right. Well, hey, Jamie, uh, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Uh, it's been a lot of fun learning about 
uh, kind of what it takes to, to move to Walt Disney World. I know it's it's definitely a bit easier um, when you don't have like a significant other or like a child. So for you, it was just, yeah, it was it was pretty easy and kind of like a no-brainer. Um, but uh, um, maybe this will inspire some other people to, uh, to, to finally make the move to go down to Disney World. Well, I hope so. And if anybody ever has any questions, feel free to reach out on Instagram. I'm happy to answer any questions. And I wish everyone with their luck and decision to make the move to Walt Disney World. Yeah, sounds good. All right. Well, Jamie, we're going to get out of here tonight. And again, thank you uh, so much for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. No problem. All right. Well, have a great night. All right. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed that episode. Jamie, again, thank you so much for coming on the show and kind of sharing your experiences of what it really took to take the plunge, move down the Walt Disney World, go into the place you love the most in life, and just making such a drastic change in your life. I mean, hey, traveling all the, over the world, commuting into New York City, and now you're like probably a few minutes from work and you're going to Walt Disney World every other week. It's amazing. That's the dream. Uh, yeah, and quite amazing. So uh, it, it was great hearing what it took uh, between your uh, your move, quitting your job, and then everything in between. So yeah, a lot of fun listening to that episode today. So uh, maybe there's some of you out there who have been thinking about doing it. I know it's not, it, her experience actually worked out pretty well. Uh, there, It seemed a little bit of drama free, which is great, but I know that's not the case for everyone, but uh, maybe this will give you a little hope uh, of possibly moving down if, if that is your dream, if that is something you want to do, moving down to Walt Disney World. So uh, once again, Jamie, thank you. You were awesome. And hopefully we speak with you again in the future. All right. Well, that is going to wrap it up for this episode. Make sure you are subscribing to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or however you listen to podcasts. And if you can, please leave a five-star review. It'll really help out the show. And make sure you are checking out all the episodes and all the other uh, news articles we put up there at accesspress.com. Uh, and if you're not following me on social media, make sure you do so at Access Press Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And you've probably been seeing a lot of my travel photos that I've had up there on Instagram. Yeah, I've been, I've been sharing a lot on the story. So hopefully you guys have been enjoying that. If you were a past uh, cast member and you would like to be on an upcoming show, hey, reach out, shoot me an email at matt at xspresspodcast.com and we'll love to get you on a future episode. And this is, again, this is Matt recording from uh, way beyond in the past. Uh, hopefully I have a uh, upcoming interview episode uh, this upcoming Wednesday. So we'll, we'll see about that. I'm not really sure what my schedule is going to be like, but yeah. Uh, let's cross our fingers that there will be another episode on Wednesday. Uh, but anyways, guys, thanks for tuning in and for your support of the show. This is Matt from the Excess Press Podcast signing off. Until next time, travelers. We hope to see you next week. And remember to seize the future with excess. Bon voyage. <laughs>